Coming up, it's our full review of My Magic Plus, including Magic Bands and FastPass Plus. That's what's next on the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 635 for the week of August 6th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, and Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello and welcome everyone to the Diz Unplugged, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio here in Orlando, Florida. I am your host, Dustin West, joined at the table this week by John Magi, Kevin Close, Sean Thompson, Corey Martin. Back in the production nook, we have Craig Williams, our associate producer. Well, again, thank you everyone for joining us. I am Dustin West. I am your host uh, this week, filling in for Pete Werner, who will be returning for next week's show. And of course, we do wish he was here because uh, he was on this experience with us for the uh, for the Fast Pass Plus Magic Bands and uh, My Magic Plus stuff. So we yeah. would have loved to have his uh, input on this for sure. But uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Sean uh, and Craig kind of take this take this one. And All right, we had a cool experience the other day. We did, yeah. Testing opened up on August second. Two guests, which was the, this is their first official guest testing phase. Um, before that, it was open to cast members, and they were allowed to bring guests on their reservation. However, they weren't choosing just purely guest reservations. So this was a cool experience for us to uh, to really you know do it on our own, have the magic bands ourselves, go through all the different aspects of it as if we were guests on a vacation, you know, well, from well, the very beginning. Well, first of all, for, I guess for those that just have no concept as to what my magic plus is at all, maybe we should give a brief Absolutely. overview. First, I actually just want to say that we have a, uh, a short overview video mm-hmm. and a comprehensive blog post that we posted, I believe on Saturday. Um, right. those are up on both our YouTube channel and our blog at blog.wdwinfo.com. So, that was a great video yeah. and blog. I learned a lot from that. Very informative. Thanks, you, yeah. yeah. It, it was cool to put together. And uh, it's just a little video that you can watch. I think it's about six or seven minutes that kind of gives you just a basic understanding of, yeah. of what it is. Exactly. <clears throat> and we're not going to take the time to play it right now because we're going to go a little more in-depth right. with it. But, you know, there is information in those videos in the blog that we might forget to insert into this. So definitely make sure to check it out if you haven't yet just because we don't want you to miss some information in case it just kind of goes over our heads today. And I'm sure we can put that video in the show notes. Oh, absolutely. Well. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. for sure will. And uh, also, I'm keeping an eye on chat. So if you have any questions, if you're watching live and you have any questions, send them in and we'll try to try to right. get to those and answer them. Very cool. Um, but yeah, so like Dustin said, we should probably just kind of explain a little bit about what everything is because there's lots of like new Disney-fied words like with magic and pluses and you know, yeah. all this kind of stuff. So the overall term is My Magic Plus, and that's kind of the name for everything. It's the entire program. Um, so you know, we used to call it next gen yeah. because we knew it had something to do with like RFID scanners and, and all that kind of stuff. But now the official term is my Disney, I'm sorry, my magic plus that's, that's in covers that encompasses everything. Um, and then within that we have the fast pass plus system, which people are kind of, you know, really interested in because it's kind of replacing the old fast pass system. Right. Um, then we have the, my Disney experience, which is basically the name, new name for your Disney account online. So this is where you go um, put in your reservation information, your um, dining reservations, um, all the different things that 
involve your vacation. Yeah. So the difference from what it used to be is you never really had an account that linked all these things together. Exactly. A few aspects were there. Like you could go in and see your dining reservations or, you know, kind of. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Just different things like that. Yeah. The other thing to note too, if you didn't ever make a Disneyworld.com, like login name, all that stuff. If you ever had a Disney.com login, it's now all linked together. So it goes to every aspect of the Disney website. So that's Even like ESPN.com and those right. exactly. different affiliated yeah. Disney sites. And, that'll, and that happened for me. I hadn't, I hadn't booked anything on DisneyWorld.com in a couple of years. Yeah. And I, I logged in with what I assumed was still my well, You had your login from ABC.com. Was for it? For General Hospital fan, oh, fan yeah. fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. Um, yeah, so if you have any kind of Disney account, you can use it to log in. Okay. Um, so that's My Disney Experience, and then you can access that either through their website, mydisneyexperience.com. Um, they also have apps for your mobile devices, so iOS. They have iPad apps, iPod apps, um, and iPhone. And they also have Android right now. Um, they have nothing for Windows phones currently, but I would assume that they're going to try to cover everything. Um, right. So I'm sure that that's probably coming up soon. And the BlackBerry app is next. After BlackBerry, that. yes, all that. Gigapet app. <laughs> Gigapet app. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the My Disney Experience account. Um, and then the other thing that people are really focusing on are the Magic Bands themselves. Right. Um, which uh, there are a lot of questions about. And this was a huge thing that we tested on Friday. So, um, and we'll kind of get in, into that a little later. But uh, those are just the basic terms. Um, the Magic Bands are very similar to your room key because all it basically is is an RFID chip that has all the information for your account um, available. I don't want to say on it because it's definitely not on it. It right. just it has your account number on it, and then from that, Disney can access your information. In a way, it's like any credit card or any kind of thing that has a, 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 um, a magnetic strip or an RFID reader. It is simply exactly. just a number that is then accessed to an account on a computer somebody, somewhere yeah. else. So those are just the basic yeah. components of it, and it's kind of the new terms. Um, yeah, so like I said earlier, testing started August 2nd for a few of the resorts. Right. Uh, Pop Century, Yacht Club, Contemporary, and Animal Kingdom Lodge were the first four. Can I clarify something? Can I Absolutely. go back real quick? Yeah. Um, for those of you who are wondering, can I participate in this? Can this happen for me? You're talking about resorts at check-in. You're talking about this being something you got at check-in at these resorts, correct? Um. You what do you your, mean? You got your magic bands when you checked into the resort? Yes, but people are also getting notified right. weeks in advance. I was going to, I was just going to, that's what my point I was going to get to was that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we have. Um, we're having clients contacted, and some people are being chosen in advance to get their bands before they leave, do the whole picking out the colors thing. So I just don't want people at home to go, well, I'm staying at that resort. How come I don't have my exactly. bands? Exactly. It's not for everyone. Um, they are choosing specific random reservations. Correct. Um, I got the feeling it also goes by day that you're checking in. Okay. Because I noticed the day we checked in, it seemed as though almost everyone re- was getting them, every reservation. However, maybe the next day if we had gone back, it wouldn't have been that same situation. So it's, you, there's really no guarantee. I think as of right now. So you all just took a chance. That you would get uh, the magic band. We did, actually. Yeah. As of right now, I think there's still coining this as a beta test oh it absolutely is yeah yes so keep that in mind that's just what they're calling it and so yeah in that same vein if you do elect to participate in this don't expect a perfect uh, experience with it because they're testing it and they're finding out what works and what doesn't and so then they'll go back and adjust what 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 they do 
Um, and so we saw some of that actually yeah. through the test. Um, yeah. So our experience, um, it was a little interesting. We had actually only one person on the reservation. So Pete was on the reservation at the very beginning. Right. So he was on the reservation probably about a week in advance. And uh, he had a magic band waiting for him at the resort with his name on it. Um, and we actually have the band and the box. And it looks so lonely when it was. Yeah. Because you get this pretty big box. And then there's just this one lone <laughs> slot for the band. Um, I've seen boxes that have had up to five in that same Show the box, box again. I think, uh, I mean, I don't, the uh, top of the box, the graphic, I mean, I'm not sure Great. what this will look like in the future, but if there's any guess that Disney wants to make, is expecting to make money off of this, Yeah. I mean, look at this packaging and look at the graphic and look at you know, everything involved with it. It's pretty, it's pretty a great incredible. presentation. It's incredible. It really yeah. is. And right now they're using the, you know, the Incredibles family as kind of their go-to uh, mascots. Yeah. When we went and sat in on the meeting, they explained to us that this was, they're the mascots for it because they represent a family quote unquote on vacation. Yeah. And you know what? Everyone wants to do something different. Everybody has different uh, goals and abilities. So that's why they were chosen as the yeah. represent the magic bands. Um, and then, so then Craig and I were added to the reservation the day before. So we were on the reservation for the room, but we didn't have magic bands waiting for us. Right. Um, and then Dustin, actually you came, you were on the reservation that day. Last minute. Exactly. Yeah. So it, we got to see almost every situation. Um, but all the three of us got bands encoded for us on the spot, which was actually a fairly easy process. We got them quickly and, uh, it worked fine. I mean, she um, just took brand new ones. She had like generic ones in the back of the desk and then encoded them for us right there. It was it was no hassle at all. The things that you have to remember in this situation, if that happens to you, first off, you only get the gray ones. You don't get to get a different color. You're just getting the stock one. And then your name's also not going to be printed on the band. It's going to just have the number that is whatever like it would be on the same type of key card if you were given it it's just a stock number and then that number goes into your my disney experience and it gets linked to your reservation i think so, in the future Pete you're has, looking a, at, has his name on it because he was yeah because yeah, he was yeah. the original person on the reservation yeah. yeah i think in the future you're looking at pretty much 99 percent of the people will have these in advance yeah will have their names on them we'll have them uh linked for themselves and color co- coordinated what was the process for coding them what did she do she had a little scanner behind the desk. Yeah. And so what she did was she had our account information. And so she just plugged that in and then actually just touched oh, that's the, cool. to the RFID scanner. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked very similar to the same way they've been doing it now since they installed the RFID chips in the Key to the World card. It's still the exact same system. It's just a magic band instead of the actual key card. So, all right. If I'm jumping ahead, you guys can yell at me. Okay. okay. Did she, did you get like special instructions? Did you get warnings that this is a test? What did they say to you when you, for got us, it? it was probably a little bit of a different experience because we had cameras yeah. and we obviously knew what we were doing. <laughs> Pete was wearing his Google glass. So we, they knew we were fairly, you know, technological and right. they knew we were expecting this and knew what to do with them. Um, you're however, trying to hack it, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. However, I did see other people check in and they were very, you know, they explained everything. It is optional. I think even when you check in, if they tell you then, you can still say no because it is a testing period. But most of the people had, you know, confirmed it ahead of time. Right. Um, Well, not even that. I don't think it's optional in a way that they ask you, hey, we got these here for you. Do you want them? It's more or less of like they have them ready for some people. 
even though they don't they're not getting they don't think they're getting them they'll still have them ready but they also hand you the key to the world cards with it too so then once you get your bands you have that choice between what you want to use um so it's kind of like yeah, and that's what I meant. Optional. Money, they're not going to force you to use the yeah. magic bands. Um, you get both. Oh, options. They can't do that. No, yeah. absolutely right. not. Yeah. Okay. Um, what were some of the things she was saying? I'm curious. Is she saying to people, you know, anything about security concerns, which is the big question everybody has? Yeah, I didn't addressing? hear any of that. I don't know if I'm sure they'd be able to address it for you oh, if absolutely. you had specific questions. I, I do was a part of the spiel. Yeah. Of, I will say this. We walked into so. that resort and looked at the front desk and there were about 50 cast members behind the front desk. They were definitely expecting. Yeah. But you uh, know what? That's what Disney does well. Right. Yeah. You know, when Disney is prepared and they know stuff's going on, they usually are very good at that stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't want to jump on your toes, but not right. only did they have like managers and technicians and all kinds of people behind the uh, the front desk, they also had another desk, like a help desk as well. They did. And every resort that's going to be participating in the testing will have a special My Magic Plus help desk where people can go to not only answer questions about the program, but to schedule stuff for their My Disney Experience account. So FastPass Plus, I think even they were helping with dining reservations, right? things like that. Yeah, I had a I because I came on late. I had an issue with um, uh, being technically a part of the reservation. I wasn't like necessarily linked up. I wasn't. I didn't. Well, here's the thing with that. I will say that if you really want to take advantage of my Magic Plus, it takes a little bit of pre planning and work. Um, like I said, you really want to go into My Disney Experience, your account, and have everything set up. Yeah. Um, you want to have your resort reservation linked. You want to have um, valid park admission. Because that's what allows you to participate in FastPass Plus. Right. And you also want to be friends and family with everyone that is on your reservations. So you can, it's kind of like a social network where you can add people on as friends. And that's what you really want to do beforehand. And so I think for you, you didn't have your annual pass attached. But you, right. yeah. So but once you did that, you weren't technically on the resort yet. So they had to refresh that. Yeah. yeah. It took quite a little while. Exactly. Yeah. Um, before we go any further with it too. One question I had is we know about all the security issues, but were the same people who were worried about security with the magic bands worried whenever the key to the world cards started going all RFID? Yeah, I think there's a there's a group of people out there who are concerned about the RFID in general. Okay. That this is a concern for them. And, you know, we go back and forth and we talk about it. I was just concerned I was wondering if part of the spiel to get them was Here's your magic band that can be used to purchase, uh, make purchases, and it's your meals. It's completely safe. It's com- you know, don't worry about anything. If that was part of what you got when you stepped up, we we never got anything like okay. that. I don't think it's on Disney's mind at all that it could potentially ever be an issue. However, uh, I feel it like if it, mind. oh yeah. yeah, it is on their mind, and yeah. I feel like if it did come up, they would be totally prepared to answer. So questions. it's more of a, they did more of a reactive than a proactive. Tool. Yes, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Well, so, I think people are concerned. I mean, if you've ever flown in Red Sky Mall you can buy an RFID blocking wallet. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that, you know, people have that in the back of their minds or, you know, it's just a question of this is new technology that maybe not everyone understands. Yeah. I mean, in my personal opinion, I think it's just as dangerous as whenever you hear about people like taking credit card information from gas stations. I think that's more likely to happen to you than RFID scandals at Disney World. Yeah. But, Sorry. 
It's okay. All right. All right so you got your you got your magic yeah. bands. Yes, yeah, so we checked in, got our magic bands, um, and then like Dustin mentioned, he had some issues with that. Right. Um, but they helped you at the help desk, right? The My Magic Plus desk. Absolutely, absolutely. It took a while. I it, know that. It took a little while. I think uh, I freaked the system out okay. a little, yeah. pretty good because I was doing everything like out of order from when I was supposed to do it. If I had just gone on, gone in early that morning or the night before and got everything set, everything would have been fine. And that's what I mean. But, it, it takes a little bit of pre-planning work. Yeah. Um, but I did, I mean, it was relatively easy to get my uh, Florida annual pass associated to my card. It was just then getting onto the reservation. And that was kind of a shock to me because we weren't sure if annual passes would count um, would be able to be added to your My Disney Experience oh, yeah, absolutely. account. Well, not even Disney really knew. Um, well, it was really. kind of a shock to them, too. Um, we knew eventually it would. <laughs> oh, I see what you're but saying. But for this test, yeah, they I weren't knew sure. That, I, I had been told that it would. Oh, absolutely. I, I know in the future. Okay. But this was their first day of testing. And so, um, but it worked out fine. We were able to put our APs on our account, and it counted towards our valid park admission. So we could then schedule fast passes. Right. Yeah. But I remember you went to the desk and you said, oh, but I have my AP attached. And they're like, oh, you can't use that with the yeah. testing. Yeah. And yeah. I had to call to you. Wait a minute. I, I thought he did I it over there. Yeah. yeah. He did it. Why can't I do it? But we got that worked out. And, uh, and I think the next thing we did was we went and actually got the accessories for the bands yes. themselves, which are pretty cool. They're all kind of at an upcharge. Did you get those at the resort? Yeah. Every resort um, will have a spe- section in the gift shop. They had a pretty nice display. They did. And some... Some kind of dorky shirts as well. Yeah, I saw those. Who would wear that? Yeah, that's kind of pushing it, Disney, with the merchandise. (laughs) What did the shirt say again? I'm with the band. I'm with the band. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, but we got... There it is. (laughs) Um, With the band. Oh, jeez. That's their first pass at the... None of uh, us got that shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have it. Do you? Yeah. Mm. I have to get everything. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. I'm selling it on eBay, probably. Um, Yeah, so we got the... uh, the Magic Bandits is what they're called. I think I previously called them Magic Bits. Magic they bits. are not those. <laughs> um, but basically, they're very similar to the gibbets that you would put in Croc shoes that they sold yeah. a few years ago. Um, they kind of just snap into the empty holes that you're not using on the Magic Band. And they have diff- a few different designs. They have Phineas and Ferb. They have the Muppets, um, some Nightmare Before Christmas, just some plain Mickey ones. Um, Pete got the park icons. Yep, they have some park icons. How much were and they? I don't have it pulled up, but they were fairly oh. reasonable. I think for... F- uh, three of them it cost six ninety five. I think if you got four of them it was six seven ninety five. Eight ninety five. Eight ninety five. Yeah. So I mean, however, these le- will last you two years. There's a battery inside, um, so they kind of have a shelf life of two years. The Magic Bands themselves do. Um, so if you come back multiple times a year, I can see people spending eight bucks to get something that personalizes them. You know, right? It's just like buying the new cover for your phone or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. So in addition to the uh, the Magic Bandits, they have these kind of Fabric Cloth. sleeves. Yeah. I think they're called cover bands. Um, Sweat absorbers. Over. I love Disney. Yeah, I really do. I mean, come on. That's what's paying for these boxes. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what's paying for the, the stuff. I they mean, know people, people want to do this them. stuff. Yeah. Oh no, I I agree. People will do it for sure, but it just it cracks me up. Yeah. Ahead of time going into it, I wasn't planning on getting any of the bandits. Yeah. Uh, I had to think of the name again, but. I actually wanted to get one of the sliders to go through with it because they have like a four, three pack of Star Wars ones. Do they really? And, yeah. And that's the only thing I was planning on getting for it. Um, but decided to change my mind after after we actually uh, looked at everything. Which ones did you so, get? 
Um, I got Sean and I kind of split the Muppets and Nightmare Before Christmas, so we have these weird little freaky bands. Yeah, so I got uh, Jack Skellington and uh, Fozzie Bear. Yeah. So this yeah. thing that goes over it—that's just if you don't want to go walk around with the, the this on, it makes it more. Uh, well, it makes it look like a <laughs> makes it look like a giant pirate uh, bracelet. Yeah, I guess it yeah. makes it more generic than walking around with a band. But your yeah. the the technology works through that. I assume. Uh, oh yeah, right. so you just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a thin piece of cloth. The one thing we didn't actually buy were uh, the sliders like Craig was talking about. They have Star Wars ones, but they kind of slide up to make it look like one, a watch face. No, they for that one, the only ones we saw were um, they have like a mini one, and I'm sure they have a Mickey one as well, too. Yeah. Then they had other ones. Those, The ones that make it look like a watch aren't really great. Um, they just they don't look really like they flesh out on the band. Uh, I didn't like it at all. But the other thing I noticed whenever we used FastPass Plus got into the parks, they said that your band doesn't have to be right up against the sensor to actually work. Right. But every from what we saw, the band really should be right up against the sensor to get it to work properly. And the watch face accessories, they don't they would definitely get in the way. Mm. Of I will say that it was pretty hands. picky. The scanners were, were really picky. You had to mm. perfectly have it centered on the uh, device itself and then wait a couple seconds and then it would glow green or whatever to let you. Where is the sensor located in that band? Um, in the exact center of the band with the Mickey icon. Oh, okay. So kind of what they're using is they're, they're saying touch the Mickey icon to the other Mickey icon. So the scanners will also have a circle with Mickey shape in the center of it. Right. So you just touch them together. All right. I'm holding out for the ankle bracelets. <laughs> really? So yeah. you, can, you can kick your way into <laughs> yeah, the magic kingdom. Yeah, high kick. <laughs> trying to get in the park. I know Pete wanted you to uh, mention. He, yeah, he, um, he got the magic band. It's just like we did. He did have some issues with um, them staying in. So I didn't experience that, but I think if you put them in and take them out a few times, you would notice that because they just kind of go into the into the open holes. The ones that I had were in there pretty good. It took a yeah. pretty good amount of force to be able to pop them out of the holes, um, but he, he did end up losing a couple. And if you have, you know, if you're walking along and you brush it against something, they could easily come off that way. Right. Absolutely. But as far as you do have to put pressure if you're just going to sit there and try to pull it off, it's not going to yeah. just fall out. Yeah, you said you did use it for entry, and you, you had to get right up against the thing for entry. Did you guys use it for purchases and food? We used it for almost en- everything we could. Yeah. Um, so while still at Pop, we used it at the quick service location. Um, got something there and touched. You used the scanner just like um, just like they've had forever with the room keys. But this mm-hmm. was just we used the band, so we touched touched our wrist to the uh, to the scanner, and it worked fine. Yeah, they've been installing, if you've been in, I guess the last eight months, they've been installing those scanners at uh, different merchandise and food locations and throughout uh, Disney, and you've been able to use your card, but now, obviously, Magic Band is the ultimate goal. And you uh, guys found it worked fine pretty much anywhere um, you went? There were no um, issues? There were a few issues. I mean, well, there was one uh, table service location okay. issue we had well, later on in the day. As far as the first start, um, first we got the accessories uh, when... We went to pay with that. It worked fine. And then when we tried to get food in the food court, we did have an issue. Um, but the cast members all were like, they were working really hard to get it um, to cooperate with them. It took them like lifting up the little scanner and getting it right on the wrist. Oh, okay. And, I remember that now. Yeah. So there have been issues, but they get it figured out quickly. So I can tell you that they've installed the scanners at the outlet, but they're not hooked up yet. We were there yesterday. 
Disney has installed them. Yeah. They, what will what will you be able to do with those? Purchase, purchase. on your room keys. Oh, wait, like the Disney store outlets. The Disney outlets. Oh, okay. The Disney yeah. outlets at the different malls. Yeah, not like Coach. I thought it was like Five Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh wow. <laughs> no, only at the Disney outlets. They okay. had the the little scanners at the cash register, and when someone went to touch their card to it, was told that they're there. They're just not hooked up to it. Okay. Yet. Yeah. And the thing, like I said, this was a test. And so even if we tried this and it didn't work, there was always backup. We had our room keys with us. We obviously had um, whatever. I mean, they were always willing to, you know, try the, try the next thing if it didn't work. So there was always a backup yeah. option. Um, yeah, so I think then we left the resort um, uh-huh. and we headed to Epcot. And I had actually scheduled fast passes for some of us. Craig and I actually had fast pass plus scheduled. Right. Um, and you, so did you, but it took you a little longer because, um, I didn't have access to it immediately. Yeah. So you booked yours a little later. Yeah. So um, I didn't, I wasn't able to get the same fast pass reservations that they exactly. were. Exactly. But ours were booked the night before. Um, and what it takes to do fast pass plus is you have to have valid park admission on your account and you have to have, um, a room reservation. So those two things allow you to, and that's why it doesn't have the issues. But, um, once we did that, we, uh, had everything scheduled. And the, this whole FastPass Plus scheduling thing is really interesting. Um, so you're allowed to have three um, reservations per day per park. I'm sorry, for one park only. Can we so, can we just stop and, and rewind just for a second? Yeah. You said in order to be able to use FastPass Plus, you have to have ticket media and a room. Exactly. And so what about annual pass holders? That's the, Right. That's still, I, unless I'm saying something in, that you know more than I do, the information we've received from Disney is that is going to happen. Eventually, yes. Eventually, annual pass holders will be able to schedule FastPass okay. Plus, as well as people staying off property, right? off Disney property, even with a regular ticket admission. It's going to be strictly based on ticket admission going forward. Right. But I think and that's why I, I, f- I feel like we should probably just say that everything we say on the show right now could change. Exactly. Yeah. Um, right. Pretty suddenly. I mean, this is all just testing, and this is how things are right now. Okay. Um, when the whole thing rolls out later this fall or winter, whenever it does, it might be very different. Okay. Um, things that will probably change. Like they have a few situations that they really need to work out, like annual pass holders, off off property uh, reservations, things like that. Um, but this was just how it worked for us. Right. right. Okay. There's also During questions too. Cast members have questions about it. You know, if they have family in town, how are they going to use it? Or so just they, for themselves. I mean, they're, they're right? gates. I mean, that's not figured out yet. Yep. Um, so talk about uh, FastPass Plus. Yeah. So uh, like I said, I did it the night before, and. It allows. I'm sorry, uh, Pete. Just I, I know. I know about FastPass Plus. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. He's Pete, uh, Pete just let me know that he was able, as of right now, to make an annual pass FastPass with no room reservation. Oh wow! I am too, but that's not true because we also we did have a room reservation. If we hadn't had that reservation and not been invited to the test, we wouldn't have been able to. He said he did it just right now. But I'm saying like right. Do you? Are you but he was on the reservation for that. No. But he's already been invited to the testing because he had that room reservation. If I hadn't been on that reservation, I don't think I would have been able to do it. Okay. So what do you know? Yeah. From once you get the band and our annual passes were added and we got the room, that was all taken care of. Now we have everything taken care of for the future. We can still use so our band. So Corey's an annual pass holder. If he puts his annual pass on the My Disney Experience app, he won't be able to because he's never had a resort reservation that's been brought into testing. Gotcha. Okay. So okay. that's why Pete's able to do it. I can too on my app. Okay. Exactly. Sorry for the confusion. That's okay. Yeah. It's, everything, you know, there's lots of stuff that we need to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we're getting confirmation that that's right. All right, so um, so scheduling the Fast Pass Plus, um, you're allowed to schedule three attract or three reservations for one park in a day. So you can't park hop right now with the Fast Pass Plus system. Right. I mean, you can park hop, but you can't 
book multiple reservations for different parks. Um, So what I did was I chose two attractions and then one nighttime show. I chose Illuminations because we were going to Epcot because I wanted to see what that experience was like. Um, So I chose Soarin, Test Track, and Illuminations. And what Disney allows you to do on the app or on the website is to set them by priority. So say, I really want to do Illuminations, but then, so I'll put that at the top and then Test Track and Soarin will go underneath it and say the other two aren't available. It will try to try its best to make you have the Illuminations FastPass Plus available to you. Um, and then when, once you submit that, it brings you into the screen where it gives you four options. Um, and they're kind of morning, afternoon, evening, and night. Although they're mm-hmm. kind of jumbled, sometimes it's not always that cut and dry. And then you choose one of those four options. And then you confirm them. And then they're on your reservation. And then you can individually go and reschedule and adjust times for certain ones. So at that point in the My Disney Experience, were you given times for fast passes? Yes, you're given times on the four options. Okay. So like I said, there's a morning one, an um, e- afternoon, evening, night. Those have set times to oh, them. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it just was like pick morning, afternoon, evening. No, 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 no. Each one has an individual time. Gotcha. And you choose the one that's closest to what you want to do in your day. And then when you get to the next screen and you confirm it, then you can go in and say, oh, Soren was a little late. I'm going to move it an hour earlier. If you can. If it's, if it's available. available. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I did. Well, not only that, but one of the things we also noticed whenever we are testing stuff out is, say, you wanted to go see, in the Magic Kingdom, if you want to go see the electrical parade, but you choose the options that are mostly during the day, all the fast passes you want, they'll actually suggest that in one of the options, like, hey, maybe you want to do the afternoon parade because this is a time of day you're going to be at the park. Why get three afternoon fast passes and then one all the way at night so they try to suggest other options for you too you don't have to do them at the end of the day you can get whatever you want as long as it's available and you can pick the time but they also want to make sure that you use um use your time wisely and you get to do things at the right like at the right time so did you find your choices to be plentiful or were they were you limited into what you could choose no we saw a um, lot of availability. I'm However, gonna, we were the first day. Right, so I was going to say that. I, the other thing, too, is you were really, yeah. really early in the I system. I think that had a lot to do with it. As yeah. this rolls out with more guests from and different more people resorts using it. Yeah. Um, and more time in advance to plan these fast passes, exactly. I think we'll find that... Um, it's going to be like booking a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Cinderella's that's what really time. worries me. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a proponent of this system. I think it's really cool Disney's doing this. I love the leap forward in technology, but I really worry about that if you don't book 180 days or whatever it is now, 90 days in advance for a fast pass, you're not going to get one for Soren. Disney is saying that they're leaving yeah. no, they are a leaving selection open, for, open sure. for, yeah. for that day. But I still worry about that. Yeah, they're going to have to do that. I'm still concerned about well, that. I mean, it's almost the same thing now with the paper fast passes. Sometimes if right. you're not there within the first two hours of the park being open, yeah. the fast passes are gone. It's, yeah. I mean, there's no way to really guarantee that you'll be able to you know, get a fast pass throughout the day. But You know, as great as this all is, but as a person who worked at a theme park, one of the things you learn is that whenever you don't have fast passes or express pass at Universal or anything like that, the lines move quicker. Absolutely. It's whenever you start adding in all those reservation times that it slows it down for the regular line. So if they limit the amount of fast passes you can get because you have to plan them ahead of time and that leaves more standby line guests getting on the ride, then it's just better for everyone. Uh, you might not have as many fast passes throughout the day. But at the same time, you're not going to be waiting maybe 60 minutes for Splash Mountain anymore. might only be like a 40-minute wait. And that's still not great for some people. They expect shorter lines than that. But then, 
you know, plan at less busy times of the year. If you want to get on a lots of stuff, there's always different options for you. It doesn't have to solely rely on FastPass. Right. And they're also adding, they are adding uh, new FastPass attractions as well for this. Is that correct? Well, pretty much what they're doing is they're trying the to get cart. every, almost, they're trying to get every single attraction right. available for FastPass Plus. So we noticed it in Living with the Land, Spaceship Earth. Living with the Land always had FastPass. So that but you can book it in some way, whatever that perk exactly. is. Um, now, obviously, I have a feeling people aren't really going to want to book a fast pass to Spaceship Earth because it uses up one of your three. Yeah, and you Why get there, there's you? no line. It's like, yeah. oh. It seems like a little bit of a waste. But well, I, think, I think what happens, too, is then you might have that mentality of, well, that's the only thing I can get. Let me use it. So people will feel satisfied yeah. that they have yeah, something. probably. So you've scheduled your fast passes. You went uh, to the park. Yeah, one thing before we move on from that, I just want to mention that sometimes they'll throw in a bonus for you. So like I said, you choose your three. Sometimes when you move to the next screen and they have four options, there'll be a fourth thing in it. Sometimes they'll tell you what it is. Sometimes they'll say, oh, here's a, a bonus for, uh, I don't know, Maelstrom. And then you can choose that. <laughs> um, but then, you know, it's not guaranteed, but sometimes they'll do that. So it's kind of a nice thing that they'll throw in. So we ended up being able to book four FastPass Plus reservations. Right. So that's just one thing. But you're right. So then we went to Epcot um, and we used our magic bands to get into the park at the turnstile. So in the very the exact same way that you would use an annual pass or one of the new um, Key to the World cards from your resort, um, it's the very it's the exact same um, procedure. You hold it up to the scanner and you also put your finger on the... Uh, on the uh, Mickey the f- head biometric exactly oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah you don't put your finger on the Mickey head you put no. yeah um, and then you wait for it to turn green this is where we noticed a little bit of um, sensitivity with the scanner because we had to be extremely particular on where the Mickey head touched exactly centered on the scanner I never had any issues well you know the cast member got a little uh, snippy with me to make sure I hit it. Right. That's because I'm just good, and you're not. <laughs> I didn't have any issues except for once, and the cast member said, go down one more centimeter. Go yeah, down one more centimeter. Exactly. Okay. And I don't know if that's something <laughs> that they're just testing out, because they don't, especially at the turnstiles, they don't want to have the readers be too, the, the, the range to be too high, because it could, t- you know, I mean, get someone else. Someone could ticket. walk past on their arm, could swing, and it could read it as going in. Exactly. Right. And so I, I think know. that they have to be very specific with these ones what in particular. What is this we're looking at now? Is that the turnstile? No. No, no, no. Okay. That's that sort of iPhone adapter thing they have, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, this was actually at the Illuminations one, which... Yeah. We'll yeah. Um, so, yeah, once we went to the park, we went straight to our store and FastPass. Um, and it was extremely easy. It's the same procedure as going through the turnstile. You just hit your, uh, your magic band to... Uh, the scanner so there's no finger when you walk up to the entrance of soren you see the standby entrance and then you also see what it's the same exact fast pass line sometimes they're putting a little plus right next to it they're just kind of updating the language um but it's the same fast pass line they're still accepting paper fast passes in that line right and so it scans the the cast member i noticed here had a small monitor near the podium and it said my name on it and Mm -hmm. he thanked me by name after i scanned my my magic band which i thought was a cool touch I think people might get a little freaked out by that, but I don't know. I thought it was cool, and I, I think it's a hint kind of what's going to come. But it's in, in the same way, it's just a more advanced version of the birthday button, you know? Exactly, yeah. It's, well, they talked about this being a plus of the whole system was that they can more personalize experiences. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, let's say it was your birthday, and you scanned your wrist. They could have said, happy birthday, Sean. And I have no doubt that that will be on here, mm-hmm. and right. that when you scan a fast pass, it'll show, oh, it's Sean's birthday. They'll say something right. to you. So. Taking taking that to the next level, we've always heard rumors about maybe Mickey will know your name, you know, in the future. You know, you go up and you, you scan and all of a sudden characters know Absolutely. your name as exactly. well. 
So Did yeah, you, oh, sorry. sorry. Um, okay. Whenever you get up to the fast pass, like Sean said, they still accept your regular fast passes, and then they have the same. Um, little whatever scanners that they do at the turnstiles. They okay. look the exact same. It's like and, that orb kind yep. of looking thing. And you first do it there. And you, they scan it. They let you in the same way they would look at your fast pass time and let mm-hmm. you in from there. So we never tried to see what would happen if we go early to the, or late. Yeah, early or late. We didn't try. That's a good we point. To that was a question it, I was going to ask you. Did, you. did you test it at all? Did you go early or did you go one you weren't didn't have one for? We didn't, but... It's something that I want to do really quickly here. It was just we wanted to get the most out of it and check all three. So now that we've done that, I would like to go back another day, and I'm okay with wasting a fast pass now that it's all done with and try to really test out and see what happens if you go early or go late. I mean, I'm guessing it's just going to pop up on the screen. still have your name, but it's going to have an X. I'd be be really curious for late arrivals and how far you could push it. Well, because right. I have always a feeling that, it's the same as the paper ones because I've they're fairly strict with that right. now. When you make them, do they say you have you have a certain amount of time to use it? You have an hour limit, just like a regular fast. So pass. it says it on the screen exactly, and that's another good point. If you know you're using your magic band, it's not you don't have a piece of paper to read the time, so you kind of have to keep track in your head. Oh, or the it's app. My, I mean, if you're savvy enough to carry around, right, your, I mean, if you want to check all the time, if yeah, you have your smartphone with you, exactly. it'll be right there. Yeah, on your um, the other thing I understand too. I don't know if you guys saw this or experienced it or not, but there are supposed to be cast members throughout the park with handheld readers and iPads, so that if you did forget your times, yeah. you could go up and they could read them and say, "Oh yeah, you've got a fast." I didn't see any of those. However, I have seen photos in Hollywood Studios of my Magic Plus kiosks set up where it's just a computer screen and a scanner that you can go scan your. Scan your band or your room key, and it'll tell you your information. It'll I, tell you your dining reservations. I did see somebody uh, at Epcot outside of guest relations. They had okay. one of those kiosks as well. Yeah, yeah. So FastPass worked great. It did. And uh, just before we move on, I just want to say um, where the f- cast member is there to collect your paper fast passes down the line. Um, they also have a second set of scanners. Okay. Um, and that's where the cast member will take your fast pass. The first one checks it, um, and then they collect it later on. But the, it wasn't working in Soren. They didn't have it on. The well, guy asked for a fast pass, and we just held up our band said, we, oh, we have magic bands. That more or less comes into play on staffing, and that day they had two people working where you would normally give your fast pass, so one of them was taking it while the other was monitoring the line. Right. If there's just one person there, he's going to take the fast passes, monitor the line, and he's going to make you put your band up to it. They just didn't make us do it that day, but they However, did make us do it. we did do it in Test Track. Exactly. Fast Pass requires two points of contact, mm-hmm. um, and that ensures that people don't just skip over the line and then all of a sudden... Sneak through. Yeah, sneak yeah. through. So, so it, in Test Track, we did scan it the first time. We got into the into the beginning of the line, and then when they were collecting the paper Fast Passes, we scanned it a second time. It confirmed that we had a valid Fast Pass. Now, Test Track had a little extra functionality. Yeah, Test Track right? was really cool because we got to use our bands to design the car. So this, you know, this attraction... Um, has that technology where you can design your car, then use it throughout the ride. You scan it before you get on, after to see how you performed and stuff like that. So there was none of those little white cards that... And they're still know, handing so those yes. out for people that do not have magic Absolutely, bands. Yeah. But this is great that you can just go in. And we actually surprised the girl. She was handing them out and we said, oh, no, thanks. We have these. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. But yeah, we ended up doing that. So it was, it was pretty neat. Yeah, and with those, just a note but if you have anything that has an rfid chip in it whether it's your annual pass it doesn't even have to be disney related from what i'm understanding from some people if it has the rfid chip in there you can still use it at like test track because right. it all comes down to a number yep. right. so you're just basically putting the information on, a, on an rfid chip and then yeah. calling it back later so 
but it's cool that uh, you know. I and I hope more attractions in the future uh, do stuff like that with the magic bands. I really do. I really do hope that um, you know more interactive things, especially in the queues, because we're seeing right. all these new uh, updates too with the Little Mermaid queue, with the different mm-hmm. game you can play, even Soren yeah. queue. You know, so why not bring that in somehow? I'm right. sure they will eventually. Um, yeah. So I mean, this picture is up, but this is when we went to um, Illuminations. So this was our final fast pass. Um, and there was a little bit of a confusion because we knew what time we were supposed to go, you know, show up for our reservation, but we had no idea where to go. Right. Um, so we kind of looked around and we saw that there was this kind of roped off area right near the port of entry store, which is one of the, uh, the kind of towers in the very front and center of World Showcase. Before right when you, you cross turn. the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went up and asked them and they said, yes, this is where you go. Um, however, when it came to scan our uh, magic bands he asked if we were supposed to be here or if we were supposed to be in the germany location and right. we were kind of surprised by this because yeah. our app said nothing about what location to go we had no hint as to where to go at all we just assumed that if they're going to do a private area for uh illuminations it's probably going to end up being at that uh, port of entry exactly area. and so we, we ended up talking to the cast member and he said that you know in the future you will be able to choose which location you want between mm-hmm. these two i don't know if they'll expand that or not but as of, you know, right now they're testing this location right in the center, um, but then also a small one over near Germany. Yeah. And what, we, well, we saw whenever we did the Magic Kingdom test just through the app that whenever we booked a parade, it did show us where it, it was actually you were supposed to go for it. It said Frontierland viewing. So they probably okay. also have a Main Street viewing one for illuminations that night. It didn't tell us where, but I'm sure they will fix that immediately and it won't happen again. Yeah, because it, it's nice to have that. And I'm sure at a, at a certain point, all cast members in that particular area will be trained to know exactly where that is. Exactly. So if I had gone into the merchandise location, I was like, where's this uh, Illuminations supposed to go? Yeah, over there. So now that you guys are set up, you can you can go on right now and say you're going to Epcot tonight. You decide to. You can go ahead and re- uh, reserve a spot for Illuminations. We can. Yep. Beautiful. And I think it, like it's the combination of those two things. We have annual pass, and then we were selected to be in the test because we had a resort reservation. Um, I want to talk a little more about illuminations. I'm sure you do yeah. to um, both the viewing area and this uh, device. Yeah. So we went up to the cast member and he had an iPod, iPod touch um, with kind of a funny case on the back that had the scanner that will read the RFID chip right. um, in your band or your room key. And uh, so that's when he scanned it and kind of saw that we weren't on the list. Um, and that's when he asked us whether we were supposed to be there or in Germany. Um, and so what ended up happening, he just added us to the, because uh, once he, I mean, we showed him our app. We all had our iPhones out that said, oh, Illuminations 835. <laughs> See? <laughs> Prove it. Look, yeah, show me a picture. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he just added us to the thing, let us through, no problem. And right. I think there were 15 people in there. And well, I wonder if, you know, if they're going to start using that, like if, if people reserve this and, well, we're not going to go to Illuminations and the guy there sees, okay, we have a few no-shows, so we have this many slots to let people in. Well, I wonder we if they'll, gonna, you know, okay. use that. Well, yeah, so we went in, there were like 15 people in this huge area. early on in the whole uh, Mm -hmm. uh, program. Yeah, so this was the first day, so there weren't many people trying it. Um, We noticed as the show went on that they just opened up the ropes and just let everyone in that was kind of standing around the area. So that weren't participating in the FastPass Plus program. But that's exactly what FastPass is. We reserved our spots. We got to come there 20 minutes early, and we knew that we were going to have the area. And then after that, it's open to standby. And that's a a really great spot. It's pretty uh, dead center on... It was uh, perfect for viewing. Yeah, but... They need to add speakers because you could barely hear any of the music or the audio. The music is muffled. I think the speakers are pointed in such a way that it's... 
they're pointed away from that one particular spot we were in. But it was a beautiful view. And I'm Is sure this the that spot that they used to use for handicapped viewing. It's right next to a current handicapped viewing location. So I'm sure they kind of just se- like segmented it off and left some for FastPass Plus. Um, but I'm sure that if they get the feedback that the sound's not great, they'll add something. That particular area was fairly large. I could see at least 50 people yeah. getting into that Comfortably. area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was our Illuminations experience. And I, I think it's nice that they're adding FastPass Plus to these things like parades and nighttime shows just to kind of give you you know, more option to really secure a good spot. And character meet and greets yeah. in the right. future. So We only saw those available for um, the ones that are kind of in a, a specific location. Yeah, so Chippendale. Mickey, they have Chippendale. The, Chippendale. Chippendale. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I can get all these fast passes for Chippendale. <laughs> no one wants to see They're giving them away. <laughs> yeah. Um, Poor Chippendale. Like Mickey and Minnie on Main Street, we saw that. Um, we also saw a character spot in Epcot. So those were available. And I think that's where you mentioned, Dustin, that, mm-hmm. you know, they'll know the kids' names and they'll be able to interact with them on a one-to-one level. I know there have been talks about that kind of technology being formulated. Um, yeah, I think that would be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Do we want to talk at all uh, more about what else this device is used for? Um, I think we should just mention the, uh, the table service experience we had. Okay. So we went to Tudo Italia um, for kind of like a lunch. And uh, when we got to the point where we wanted to pay, um, she came over with the exact same device that they used at Illuminations, the same kind of iPod with the scanner on the back of it. And uh, this was the server. And so she came over and tried to scan it. However, it wasn't working at the time. Um, and she explained that, you know, this is, they've had a couple issues with it. Um, and so we just went, took our key to the world card out of our pocket and paid just like the exact same way. Just, so what, scanning. so what we're seeing now is at bars and at uh, restaurants, they're bringing these table side, these, uh, these devices table side. And in addition to just the scanner, it also had a swipe uh, mechanism yeah. so that you could pay with credit card, right. um, which I think is fantastic. We I experienced think. that at uh, Narcusis. Yeah. yeah. Just for a regular credit card they brought to the table, um, which is something we experienced in Europe. Right. Which was sort of took our breath away and we thought wow this is weird but i think it's the way of the future they would never take your credit card away from the table right right Which and I that's think, yeah we I, saw that in vancouver actually too canada i think it's they mm-hmm. can't take your card away from right it. yeah so i think that's a level of security for people too it is that happens right in front of you so that's pretty cool it's a nice bonus because you're not going to want to undo your uh, wristband and say here take that with yeah. you take it in the back <laughs> when you paid with your key of the world cards did you use the rfid on the key of the world or did you use i honestly don't remember that specifically do you remember uh, I'm not sure, um, it, but like you said, they have the functionality. I think she might have swipe. swiped it. Yeah, I think the issue. I think if her scanner was working right on the device, it would have scanned either a magic band or it was a key the to the scanner. World. It was. I think it band. was exactly. And I yeah. think yeah. that's one of the issues that we're going to see most with this is that the scanners aren't going to be working uh, just because they are so brand new. They've had time to put out the turnstiles and test those yeah. for a while, as well as the same checkout devices that are at all the registers those have been around for a while now but the ipod versions haven't been so i think if one of them's going to be buggy right now they're basically all i mean these are brand spanking new was there any reason did you were you asked to sign something after no but that goes into what i wanted to mention when you check into the resort and you get your key to the world or your magic bands you have to enter a four-digit pin code and that's like your security code for your entire trip whenever you want to make a purchase whether it be dining or merchandise at a shop. And so that's what you have to enter. That's your electronic um, signature. That, exactly. Um, Did you do it for all purchases? Because I know now they do purchases under $50 or $25 you don't even have to sign for. I think we only made one purchase. Like That was a, for the well, I think that's what people are worried about. If they lose one of these, is somebody be able to go I think run that, wild that's with That's great this? that you put exactly. a pen in and that yeah. makes it secure. Now, from 
every time I've tested it, when my parents were here with the key to the world cards, it doesn't matter if it costs 50 cents or thousand dollars you still have to put in that code every single yeah. time what did you buy for 50 cents at disney world his parents are very cheap oh <laughs> they wouldn't appreciate that <laughs> they're watching i didn't say it okay sorry craig's mom john sorry. said it you buy stuff for 50 cents <laughs> I, i'm the cheap one. Oh, you were the one yes. I'm the cheap craig one. is very cheap craig was using hyperbole that's why i make them come down here for vacation because <laughs> i don't want to pay to travel up there that's a lie he buys everything <laughs> he does um he's a good kid yeah so that added security <laughs> uh, it helps um make people feel safer when they you know scan there and and so if you should lose it i mean I have a feeling that if someone tries to, there might be a checkpoint. So if you spend so much money, maybe the cast member will ask for an ID. Because I remember even when I was working at the Emporium, if someone wanted to pay with their room key and it was over a certain amount, I would ask to see their ID card with it just to confirm the names. So if, so it, you know, maybe there will be that kind of checkpoint. Is there any functionality on the app to review your folio and your purchases? I don't believe as of right now. I wonder if that so right will... now you still get folio shock on your last day. Yeah, yeah. On the last day. And I got to tell you, it's easy. It's, I mean, I, I didn't know. really buy anything, but I just know how easy this is to scan. And like, you really will just not think about yeah. it. And I, I mean, we had that news story a few weeks ago that they're seeing increased spending. Mm-hmm. And I could really see that. As a matter of fact, today is uh, sometime after the stock market closes, Disney's going to report first quarter, whatever quarter it is, earnings, and they're supposed to get an update on Magic Bands, okay. on the, the impact of Magic Bands on spending at the park. So we should see that sometime tonight. be interesting to see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to go into a little more about the account itself, you can, like I said, you have to enter in your... Um, valid park admission onto your account in order to participate in FastPass Plus. One good thing and also kind of bad thing is it keeps track of everything. So when I went into my account, it had like two um, room keys that I used in the past year that you can go in and deactivate um, and say that they're not active. You can add more than one ticket too. So what if you have two, you have like a one day park ticket, but then you bought a park hopper later, you can add them to the same account um, and kind of specify which one's active and which one you want to use versus which one's kind of dormant in the background. Um, in the same way, you can technically add more than one magic band to your account um, because it's all a number. So they offer ways to keep track of that in your account, either on the app or the website. So that's something to keep in mind. So if you have two tickets, um, you can keep track of what that. Well, I think this is hard for people. I think you guys are very, so technically savvy. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling, I think about people like my folks. Well, this would have driven them crazy. And I understand that there's help desks, but I, I see people being really frustrated by this. There's that. I think that's true of you know anything that you know that mm-hmm. changes and moves forward. I mean, there are people who still don't know how to use FastPass, <laughs> who get to the parks and don't know what to do with it. But we also have right as of right now. Anyway, we have the option. You can do it the old-fashioned way, right? Exactly. Now, if there's you nothing making you participate in this. Yeah. Um, and I just want. There's a comment about FastPass. I want to. I want to say. Okay. Disney's official stance is: if you participate in the FastPass Plus program, you're not going to be allowed to get old-fashioned paper FastPasses. Um, I don't think that's being enforced right now because yeah. I think it's a testing phase. And so I think if you are coming in the next whatever and you are chosen to participate in that, you still will be able to get um, paper FastPasses. I, I was at Magic Kingdom the other day, and I, like you said, this is still in the testing phase and. There's still we don't know what will change, but mm-hmm. I had booked 
fast passes, but I was also able to put my actual card in the machine exactly. and, re- and receive one for what ended up being an exact same time as another fast pass plus that I had, uh, okay. had booked. So I have a feeling that in the future, if they really want to enforce this, they'll do something in the machines to rec- to read yeah. your RFID. Right. To prevent hoarding. Exactly. I mean, they already have the functionality that says you already have a fast pass. Why just take it the next level and say you already have a fast sure. pass plus. But you know. I think that's our official stance. I think we got okay. a lot of questions about that. So Okay. What was the what was the best thing about this whole thing, this experience? What was like the one thing you went, oh my god, that's so cool? Um, probably for me, just like how simple it was to just have this on your wrist. There was no, you know, when you get a fast pass, a paper fast pass, or even when you pay for something in the park, you have to take your wallet out. You know, I always keep my fast passes in there. You know, you have to keep track of everything. This is just so simple. You honestly just have it on your wrist and scan it whatever the single coolest thing for me is all the new devices and technology they're putting in place like these readers these scanners with that look like a ipod touch i, I think coming table side with those i think is absolutely amazing yeah and it's really cool when it lights up it, yeah when we were in soar and it's inside and it's really you know fairly dark the entire thing I, t- I took a picture and put it on my facebook but it just the green just like lit up the entire area and it looks so like mm-hmm. you know science fictiony but it was, it's cool all right so flip side of that what was what happened that was not so cool or frustrating or what could they do better i think we were very lucky um i'm reading reports even on like the theme park and attractions board that it's their people are having issues um whether it be not planning ahead of time and going to the resort and having issues there um or actually just you know these not being recognized at the scanners um we didn't have any of those issues i mean there were a couple like i said you know we either at the table service but there was always a backup and it didn't take too much out of our time i know you had some issues at the resort but i mean that was we knew it was testing right do you think there'll be a point where the someone staying at the grand floridian gets more perks and someone staying at pop century we've talked about this in the past i it's i think yes I think absolutely. They get a gold band. I think absolutely positively, yes. It's, it's going to be, you know, depending on where you stay, you might get more fast passes. You might get an extra something extra that no one else gets. Or they start class systeming, class <laughs> systeming the illuminations places where you get to stand. Mm-hmm. Could be. There's a lot of options with this yeah. now. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very interested to see where this goes in the future as they keep adding features. Maybe. Some of those features, like Kevin just said, and I want to see the app improved. I want to see push notifications. Oh, right. your fast pass is ready. Oh, your dining is ten minutes away. Go check in. Stuff like that. So I think we'll see some of that stuff. All right. Well, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Craig, and thanks to everybody for uh, contributing to this uh, conversation on what has been a very hot topic uh, recently. Again, if you haven't seen the very informative uh, video and blog um, that uh, Sean and Craig uh, did, along with. Uh, on their experience the other day, uh, definitely check that out again. It'll be in the show notes and you can check the blog for, uh, for more information again. Thanks guys for a great, uh, segment here and, uh, we will see you, uh, next time for the Diz Unplugged. Make sure you stick around if you're watching live for the next episode. Yeah.